All right, there we go. PFPR, we are back with Runner Boy today. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. How are you? TDK here too. How you doing, TDK? Oh, I'm chilling, man. Living life. Glad to hear it. So we are here to talk about you, Runner Boy, and your new album, Boy. So before we get started, uh, you are an artist. How would you classify yourself, or like, as an artist? Um, I would just say I'm an artist and producer. I mean. It's been, it's been something I've been doing for a while now. I, I've always, like, just made albums with people that I know and work with. So, I mean, just artists and producers. Really right, okay. And so getting into this album, how old are you now? 19. Uh, I'm 19. That's I turned 19 last April. Or this, it's crazy, yeah, like, month. when you think about how, like, young some of us are putting out, like, such good albums. Because I really like this album. Out of the way, I just really did. Mm. Appreciate that. I and, appreciate, um, appreciate that. So this album, boy, we were talking a little bit before this, and you mentioned that you are a non-binary artist, and I feel I would like to ask what this album means to you because I feel like that ties into it, and I feel like there's a lot of meaning. This al- Yeah, I mean, this album to me was something that's like a culmination of like two years of work, and it started during uh, quarantine. And that's really when I figured out like gender identity and all that. And it's kind of what was at the beginning. And the idea of it was just venting or talking about mm-hmm. figuring that out. And that's what songs like Pretty and Boy are talking about and kind of just figuring that out for myself. And then it's kind of just a vent album. It's just me going through those two years and figuring everything out. Like Don't mm-hmm. Cry Right After Boy is just like, that instrumental is meant to be like an interlude of like a couple months of me mm-hmm. just trying to figure stuff out and dealing with the emotions well, of it as well. Interesting you say that. Um, so this album, all right, so let's let's hop in with one of those pretty. You did that with Evan McIntosh and you did a music video for that, which was really cool. Before we play that song, what yeah. was the like idea for the music video? Um, we didn't have one. That's the thing. And I was, I had landed in, um, I landed in Kansas and Caleb picked me up from the airport. We hung out for a couple hours and we were trying to figure out, you know, what the idea was. And we kind of didn't come up with anything until like the last minute. And the last minute was just, um, you know, the green screen idea that we had which was put, put us in front of the green screen and then make the fake room with the setup and whatnot it was pretty much the last minute shoot there was no like ideas to it it's pretty much just uh point yeah, and shoot well it came out really game. good for like last minute thank you yeah caleb caleb really knows what he's doing when it comes to uh you know, so, I was, so, that, so did they direct it or yeah, Caleb, uh, Caleb Cornell was the one who directed, edited, and shot it all as well. So Okay, um, so let's, let's hop in, and I'm going to play Pretty. Don't look at me that way. 
Are they? You're signed to Connoisseur Records, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm signed to Connoisseur Records. Yeah. And are they also on that label? No, Evan is signed to uh, Mom and Pop. Gotcha. So how did you connect with them? Um, that that friendship with Evan started when I was like kind of working on a different album. Um, mm-hmm. it was back in like I want to say 2019 when I was working on an album that I ended up scrapping, mm-hmm. um, and I had hit Evan for a feature. Uh, just out of knowing them from like TikTok, and that's kind of how I found them and connected with them. It was yeah. right before TikTok blew up and all that. I had DM them, asked to send them beats. I had sent them a couple beat packs. Nothing really landed off of that. And I was like, "Would you like to work on something for my album?" And we worked on something, but I ended up just getting scrapped. And then about a year into making Boy, I had um, hit them for Pretty, and then they uh, liked the idea of it when I was going forward with it, and they uh, decided to record on it. And that's pretty much how the song came about. Gotcha. Well, it's, I mean, it came together great. So uh, your label, you also worked recently on another project, PG3. Yeah, Pilgrim Ram 3, yeah. Was, that was with label mates. Yeah, that was, that was with, uh, that was with uh, Caleb Carnell, who is the runner and CEO of Concert International. Mm-hmm. And then it was with Max James, who is on uh, Dotwaff Records. Gotcha. But it's under a connoisseur and all that. Gotcha. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about that project? Because I like that one a lot too. Um, that project, I produced three songs off of there. That is a uh, another segment in the Pilgrim Gang uh, mm-hmm. collection from Caleb and Max, um, who have always just worked on music together because those two are like best friends. Um, gotcha. Pretty much they were wanting to work on the third one. And at the time, I wasn't aware that I was producing for the project. Um mm-hmm. Max had asked me for some Alchemist or Mad Lib type beats, and I had decided to um, just throw throw some of those beats at him. Uh, Happy Meal was originally named 007 type beat because it mm-hmm. just reminds me of like some James Bond shit. Um, the Cologne, I don't remember what I named that one. That one I sampled something as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much every song that I produced out there was from samples and me just chopping up samples, adding stuff. Um, on what you think this is, I added, um, I sampled uh, the wild thornberries, that little kid like screaming, you know what I'm talking about? No. No, I'll, do for, I'll send you a clip mm-hmm. later. Um, but I chopped that up and threw that in the mix as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's pretty much just me chopping stuff up, adding stuff, rearranging stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had sent this to Max, and then the, those three songs came out of it, and then I was a put a put a full on full aware that I was produced for half the project. Damn. Do you when you produce? Are you 
more sample based or do you like making your own sounds? Are you more of like a mix? I, I'm definitely a mix of that when it comes like depending on what genre I'm going for it really just depends on what I if I sample um, or if I do the synths myself for boy I only had one sample and it was the guitar loop on a dive in that was the sample I found off splice and chopped up um, but everything else was pretty much recorded and played by me um, and it really just depends on what genre I'm going for um, mm. This is like more like hip hop rap based stuff. I'll tend to sample sometimes, mm. um, but if it's more pop stuff, like boy, I'll create all of it myself. Gotcha. Now a dive in. That was one I wanted to talk about because, well, first I wanted to ask who you would consider your like major influences to be. Because when I was listening through, I was trying to, I was like a couple names were popping in my mind right at the end of what happened. I was mm. like, oh, I hear some Tyler, but then. Mm when it switched to dive in, I was like, oh, nah, like, this is, like, nastier, and Tyler, yeah. like, that, that, Tyler doesn't do that. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, uh, Tyler definitely was part of an influence, I think, for, like, my core progressions and one, and how I uh, did organization on the album, but I think a big, like, inspiration for the sound of the album was more uh, Garcon, who is a producer uh, from, like, the 80s. Um, he produced uh, Mother Earth Plantasia, or yeah, Mother Earth's Plantasia, and um, that was like a huge influence because the synths on there are beautiful, and this it's just a combination of synths, and that's something I was really inspired by. Um, but as for dive in, I was really inspired by drum and bass for that one, and I kind of wanted to blend hip hop and drum and bass together. Gotcha. That's fire. Yeah, I, it was. I really like dive in, um, and. I'm going to wait a minute before we play another one. I wanted to ask how y'all two met. Because um, I know that y'all did what happened together. And then on your first project that I found, I'm not sure, on SoundCloud, you had an EP before the run from 2020. Yeah. And that first track, Chasing, TK, you were on that too. <laughs> so um, how did y'all meet? I think I just found... TDK on SoundCloud and I had messaged him asking if he wanted beats. This was like back in like 2018 when I still kind of sucked. Um, kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wasn't the best back then, but like I was still making shit. Mm. Um, but I had was just sending stuff out and we just built that relationship over the years and pretty much it's been working since. All right. So before the run. That was 2020, and your album, Boy, was 2022. What would you say, like, the progression between those two projects was? Um, I think my biggest progression was my influences, is like, from what changed mainly, because before the run was a very hip-hop, like, rap-based tape, like, very experimental rap, um, and I wanted to change that. I wanted to do some, something pop-related, um, mm -hmm. so my main idea was to combine a lot of pop elements with drum and bass and hip-hop as well. That's kind of what came about for a uh, boy. Interesting. Um, let's play, I'm going to play What Happened. I, I might be biased in saying that was one of my favorites off the project, but that was one of my favorites off the project. Um, I'm going to play that real quick.
You and your boys was lit as shit, what happened? What happened? Was interviewing niggas till what happened? What happened? You and Shotty was really cute, what happened? What happened? You niggas, can I get a clue what's happening? Okay, you dropping fire shit until what happened? What happened? You stopped taking pictures too, what happened? What happened? Don't got the buzz you think you do, what happened? What happened? You niggas, can I get a clue what's happening? El Mercy never stopped rapping, y'all niggas was really napping I had to take some time for me, mental health psychology Was really going crazy over ladies pushing daisies Might never love again, at least until this drought end, yeah Sorry, I'm just a tease, my isolate the rest of my life And spend that bitch in Belize, smoke all the trees that I please No friends or fam, just low-key, but shit a nigga got needs You know a nigga got needs, okay, you and your boys was lit Shit, what happened? What happened? Was interviewing niggas till what happened? What happened? You and Shawty was really cute. What happened? What happened? You niggas cannot get a clue what's happening. Okay, you dropping fire shit until what happened? What happened? You stopped taking pictures to what happened? What happened? Don't got the buzz you think you do. What happened? What happened? You niggas cannot get a clue what's happening. Okay, I know I ain't perfect, but baby, you know I'm worth it. Can't dwell on Remember days was real cold like November Insecurities really get the best of me Overthinking too until the fam remind me what all of this pain Really do it make you stronger and fat A little time can work on you can keep that ego intact Don't do no shit for reaction That shit just distraction Don't need the attention I know my art gon' have its ascension Sometimes you have to drown to learn how to swim. Alright, that was what happened. When did y'all make that song? It's from my own curiosity. Um, uh, that song was like from 2020. I think that was like one of the first songs. It was, uh, that beat was made in like 2020, I want to say. Mm. And then recorded vocals were like early 2021. At least for TDK's part, Dickie's Hat Lover added their part more towards the end of production for the album. I want to say like late 2021. It's like December um, is when those were added um, for that. Their name is Dickie's Hat Lover. Yeah, it's D H S. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah no I was I was trying to figure out what their name. I thought it was D H L Lover, like the mm. delivery service. I was like, that's true. I'm not. <laughs> not as Dickie's Hat Lover. That's, man. That's fire. That's one of those names that makes me rethink. Should I have gone with Filfo? Maybe not. But be like that. yeah, that's that's a crazy one. But so that was, I think, one of the more like hip hop tracks on it. 
like you said, there, this is a blend. Like this whole out, like I don't know what genre you would find this as. I think what I was describing it as um, when we first did Boy or like the single Boy um, mm -hmm. was as anti-pop. It's anti-popular. Um, there's a whole Spotify playlist for that, and that's kind of what I described it as for when I was releasing it and making it. That's a good. That's a good description for it. Um, what would you say? It might be hard to choose, but what would you say like your favorite songs on it are? Um, my my favorite. I got pulled the track because I can't remember my own album. Um, I think my favorites are probably "Dive In," uh, "Pretty," and like either "Boy" or "What Happened." One of those. Uh, those are, like my top four right there, but. Mm -hmm. um, I love all the instrumentals as well. Untitled One was supposed to be on the album. That was a um, little synth commercial I had made when I was after I had listened to the Mort Garçon album. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of just made it. Um, and I feel like it fit best as the outro for the album um, once we were in like the final like track listing or whatnot. So we threw it in there. Mm -hmm. so, so you said you were working on this album about two years. Um, how many songs? didn't make it i want to say there's like six that didn't make it something like mm -hmm. that um a lot of like unfinished demos just weren't finished or vocals weren't delivered in time mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of like verses that were scrapped or songs that were scrapped um and there's a lot of instrumental interludes i could have put in there that were scrapped as well yeah um, but yeah do you have any plans for like more music videos coming up for this um i've i've considered doing one for don't cry but i think i'm just gonna start working on the whatever's next really do you have any ideas for what's next um not that i can talk about not uh, okay all right i like that answer that's a good answer um so khalif bryant also from mafia seven uh is on this project in analog and he was on the first one too ofgs mm -hmm. on before the run how did you meet him was that the same kind of uh i met him through tdk pretty much that i mm -hmm. i had heard looking back and that's when i realized i wanted to work with him and send him stuff um yeah. sent him beats and whatnot at did the feature uh features and whatnot and then kind of just went from there gotcha are who who do you want to work with like moving forward do you have any ideas I knew you were going to ask this question. I, I was thinking about it before this. Um, I think like the two people that I would be really cool to work with, that's really cool, um, either Mitski or like Pink Panthers. I really want to work with Pink Panthers. Um, that one's obviously like very far. Both of those are very far out of reach, but I love those two, those music. They're both their music so much. So I'd be surprised. Things aren't as far as they always seem. Yeah. Facts. The opposite of what you're side view mirrors might say yeah. um, but um you we were talking before we started about you are based in arizona yeah now the, i'm from virginia i've never been to arizona what would you say do you think like being there has influenced your sound or like is there an arizona sound i don't think i mean there definitely is an arizona sound um, I'm not really connected much within like a lot of the people in the Arizona community. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, there's definitely, I think Injury Reserve was is a big um, like. Oh, shout state. out Injury Reserve. No, 
this is they're a huge influence here um or at least for me and they're like a huge staple here they're like the two, one of the biggest groups at arizona um, i didn't know they were from arizona yeah they're from flagstaff if i'm correct um but there it's a huge staple for them up here i saw their live show um for their by the time they get to feel by the time i get to phoenix tour that was nuts um but i guess like just doing something different and like something out of the box was kind of inspired from them was just doing weird shit and hoping it works mm. yeah i mean there's a lot of experimental sounds on here and i think it you pulled it all off i appreciate that thank you Course. and i also saw on your instagram you have billboards and vinyls that was sick. yeah yeah that was um, awesome yeah that, that's oh, all yeah, things I, that, that's all thanks to um caleb uh, from connoisseur he is the real like was the huge creative to help my co-creative director on the album and mm-hmm. was the reason we were able to do the billboards and able to do the vinyls and all that merch that we had was all because of him so shout out caleb um but yeah the billboard is such a crazy thing um, we had we had one in Phoenix and one in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, the one that was on my Instagram was one from Caleb. He had went out to the Kansas billboard. Uh, I was not able to see the Phoenix one, sadly, because it was just not showing at the right time so I can get a clip of it. But, you know. It was there. I mean, yeah. that's that's a milestone in itself. Yeah. You... Um, Working with and what's uh, your favorite uh, merch item? Favorite, probably the vinyl uh, T-shirt that we had. That was designed by Caleb, um, and it's very like Jesus inspired, like for like merch wise, um, and just like the style of it is really just my favorite. The graffiti uh, font on the big uh, front, and the "I don't go by boy" on the back is really cool. Fire! That's pretty sick. Um. So, where am I? Oh, you we were also talking. Uh, you make you work a lot um, in home studio settings. Um, do you prefer that? Do you find it easier? What is what is easiest for your workflow? Uh, I'm just so comfortable to being a bedroom producer that I've kind of just stuck with that. I've never been in a real studio. Um, like that I've always just been a bedroom producer and all the olive boy was produced in the bedroom like my bedroom where I'm like at right now um, and all of that so well my like one studio monitor and like my mac and like my pc that I got like half of boy was produced on my old like gaming pc and then like one third of it was produced on the mac so I'm gonna be honest I'm not a fan of that term bedroom producer um, because, I'm, not, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of it either, but I mean it's I what people like, would classify it as. I feel like people use it like um, I honestly I hear people use it more towards themselves than like other people saying like this guy's like a bedroom producer. Yeah, studio is a studio. Yeah, you know, it's not because also um, I don't think there's that much of a need like to go into a major like recording studio anymore. Yeah, like you can do everything at home i have never i guess that's not true i have recorded in like a like i don't even know what you call it like a paid studio i don't want yeah. a real studio because i don't think a home studio is not a real studio yeah. but um i think you can make good music anywhere that you have the tools and the inspiration to do so no for sure yeah no i 
I think like the one reason I'd ever want to go to like a recording studio um, that isn't a bedroom just out of pure comfort uh, would be for like orchestral stuff. Um, I really want to like, I used a lot of like analog string sounds um, mm-hmm. for boy, like at the end of uh, what happened, there was a bunch of heavy strings. Uh, dive in had some as well and i really want to emphasize on using more orchestral stuff but sadly that's kind of just out of my reach at the moment mm-hmm. just because of the cost and i don't know how to play any of those instruments so i gotcha yeah we um we use a lot of plugins and stuff over here too let's play let's do dive in let's dive into dive in I bet you wish it wasn't what it was It is what it is, so why the fuck you gotta fuss? I'm doing crazy shit, I used to ride the city bus I used to wanna be like us I used to have to go to school hungry, couldn't fuck no lunch As crazy as it is, my money's still coming down My dream girl got a kid, I came a long way from Lunchables Front flip kicking shit, finna dive in on Okay, I'm finna dive in on I'm trapped inside of this space The problem is my brain says that pain from watching my face My picture's out of its frame So what will they think Cause I think I'm based They do not think the same Instead they insist on setting me straight Well, let me set the record straight then I'm godly up in this race I'm not talking about skin But just the inhabitants of this place To give me a full experience I'm panoramic in my angles Duality, I met angels Do the self-portrait of my pages Ay, I'm anxious, baby, trying to be a bad bitch on occasion Niggas ask for decorations, but I transcend clarification I'm the only one who gets me, you people swear that you be with me But when I'm misconstrued an outcast, don't be surprised when I go missing uh, If I'm not a person, then tell me the price of my life Cause we're all in the soil, and all that you learn was a lie Yeah. They open the pool 200 degrees outside, I guess that I'm taking a dive yeah, I'm gonna die But I'm so close to drowning, I can't even swim saying earlier that like the transition from what happened to dive in was crazy yeah that was all thanks to caleb he is also uh did a lot of the mixing and engineering mm-hmm. uh for the album it was i'm very happy with how that transition came out for the, the whole project oh yeah um i do wonder what uh what daw or daws do you use to make your music uh i produced all of boy in um fl studio uh 20 and like 12 um but i do i do want to like move over to ableton slowly and learn how to learn mm-hmm. ableton as well me and my um my friend that makes most of my beats ichi he uses fl 
And I don't know, a lot of people, you know, talk down on FL or I don't like the best beats. Everyone's favorite beats are made in FL. Yeah. But I will say as far as like sampling goes, I'm a big fan of Ableton. I just like how simple it is. To, yeah. Now Ableton's um the way they sample warp and all that is so much more convenient than FL from the scenes of it. So I really want to give them learning how to do that. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm a try. I'm tr- like. I have to be weary and avoid the stereotype of being like the Ableton guy that's like telling everyone to use Ableton. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know. But Ableton's great. I love it. Yeah. Um. You did a second music video for this album, correct? Um. Technically, Untitled One has a music video on my YouTube channel, but that's before I had put it on the album and decided. Um, right. Okay. Gonna be, um, gotcha. But really, there's no other music video for the album. There's a bunch of visuals that I did for like promotion, but there's no other music video done for the album. When you um, when you're making songs, do you think like in visual aspects too? Like as far as um, I mean, you know? yeah, I could, I definitely when I'm working on songs, I definitely think of ideas for like visuals as well. Um, like uh, I have like like all, every song has like an idea of some sorts for what I want to do for visualizers. Um, but for this album, I just didn't have time to get around the shoot and do all of them. So it just take a lot more time, and a lot more pushbacks. True. Yeah, it is important to get it out. Um, now, have you performed any of these songs or have you done shows in general? I have not done a single show whatsoever. Really? Yeah, not a, not, none of these have been played live. I would love to play them live. Um, mm-hmm. We were intending on doing one this month, but some stuff just came up in my life where I wasn't more doing this month. I think this would this would make for a really good live show. Yeah. Songs. Um, I personally, I'm trying to do more shows, and I I just I don't know. It's I've done one, and I think um, even doing just one, it really changes your perspective. No, um, definitely. Um, I don't do it. Yeah, I've always, when I go to concerts, it always gives me that, like, feeling that I want to be up there and doing something like that. I want to, like, have all these crazy lights going off to the songs that I'm doing, the beats and whatnot. So I've definitely, like, had the idea of it and the want to it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Right. And how long have you been making music? Or how do you, how do you um, start? I kind of, it kind of just came up with me doing it my freshman year and then working on it since then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of just something I wanted, like th- that I thought would be cool to get into, and mm-hmm. then I really just fell in love with it my freshman year, um, and then kind of just been doing it since. Gotcha. So, was when did you? What year was your freshman year? Like, like 2017, 2016, something like that. Mm-hmm. 2017, I think. So your first? Did you have songs like before your first EP, or were you working towards that? And then that came out as your first. Uh... I had I had other songs and whatnot. Um, I was under a different alias at the time, and I had I had a whole um, switch and like rebrand and whatnot. Um, so I had a bunch of songs that are no longer like available and whatnot. Um, but as for what I was doing for like just figuring out what sound I wanted to do, my debut single under Runner Boy was 808, and it was a like drum and bass demo I had. I did a whole music video for it. Um, I did that, and then I did before the run EP, and then there was this giant like year long hiatus of where I didn't drop anything. Um, 
And I had graduated high school my senior year, uh, signed to Connoisseur like the first day out, um, and then planned the release for Boy, which was the single that we dropped. I got put onto Bedroom Pop, uh, Anti Pop, and Fresh Vines for Spotify. And that's kind of just what started that rollout for Boy, even though it was like a year long rollout. Um, mm. It's kind of just that's when I realized why one of my sound videos for Boy. So. When did you finish that album? I think we finished it like in February, like March this year, mm-hmm. like fe- like late or late February, I want to say. Yeah, that's good. I, I love hearing people, uh, you know, finishing it ahead of time because I'm real last minute with it. Yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a whole art to that. Um, now, I also noticed this album and some of your other music is not available on Apple Music. Is there? Um, there was a whole. There's not a re, There's not a real reason for that. Um, we had some uh, issues with our distributor, and we're still sorting those out. Um, gotcha. So, the, the, a lot of the singles that dropped for um, Boy are on Apple Music, which is not the whole album is. Um, just because we had to re-edit some stuff, which caused Apple Music not to release it, and we're still working on it. Yeah, yeah. It, the distributors are fun, aren't they? Yeah. So you were on uh, Max James and Caleb's new project. Mm-hmm. You did three tracks. What was yeah. your uh, favorite one? Probably Cologne. I really love the bass line and how I chopped it up and looped it and whatnot. Um, originally, uh, for the original beat, there I had sampled Mario Kart um, and <laughs> put that in the beat, but that was cut. Um, it was right when Caleb's were started, I had sampled... Um, some of the Mario Kart and that got cut. I really love that beat. Uh, but what you think this is probably my favorite, just because I sampled it out of the sirens, chopped it all up, and just the deliveries they did. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's play one of them off that project. You want to go with Cologne or what you think this is? Uh, dude, what do you think this is? All right. Yeah. Man, you tripping, but I say you tripping, but. That shit so simple, used to be so hard My mama used to have rental panties hung up in the crib But she ain't never returned I get my chips and I use them because my broke ass earned them Open wide, let this dick touch the back of your sternum My writing big shit stop because I never look cursed I'm stuttering, forgot my lines because I never rehearsed them I got off stage, why the fuck, she thought I was gonna burn her Oh gee, what you think this is, it is 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 where these niggas trippin', I can hear from the basement Where I dress, you would've thought that I still roll on the pavement But nah, I'm at the bank, had to sign a few statements Got them catching every frame like a selling animation COA, hand sign, that's a sponge on the wall Caught your ass at town niece, we don't shop at the mall You the loudest in the room, and we ain't gon' respond Cause this cardigan was more than your bum-ass car Yeah, the ears match the same face on Max Shit, the cheese I made enough to feed the whole pack The big cheddar, young Remy, as a matter of fact The young freelance nigga with a rat on his bag, skin clear last year, and nigga couldn't afford it. Now I could give a fuck less for a nigga retorting. Got his face up in the dirt, man, he might as well forfeit. Got his bitch lifting up like a Porsche. And nigga, what's up? What you think this is, it is? What you think this is, it is? What you think this is, it 
think this is it is? What you think this is it is? That one's crazy. Yeah, that one's that one's my favorite one that I produced off that tape. Mm. Have you? Did you produce? That's the third one. Did you produce on either of the first two? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. Uh, I, the tracks I did were Happy Meal, Cologne, and um, uh, what you think this is? Kayla Parnell produced uh, one, two, three, damn shit, and then um, uh, Cool Air. Those are the three he produced. So we did. I did three. He did three. Gotcha. What other artists have you worked with, or that you produced for? Um, there's a lot of unreleased stuff that I can't really talk about that I've produced for. Um, but it kind of just varies in like people. Um, I produce for a lot of people in the hyper pop scene, or have recently started producing for people in the hyper pop scene. Uh, people in the dance music scene. Um, this is really like I'm in multiple like kind of genres right now where I'm just working with multiple people in different genres. Uh, have you ventured into the house music genre? Um, slightly, but I'm not too big into it. Yeah, I know that's getting big in Virginia right now. I think all over, but it keeps popping up. I keep hearing about it. Um, what would you say your favorite like genre to work in is? Right now, probably like drum and bass and like um, kind of more dance uh, based music. Right now, that's kind of what I've been like leaning towards recently. Mm-hmm. Or like hyper pop as well. I've been really enjoying doing that, like Digicore and stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Um, I feel like a lot of your music. I there's a. Have you ever considered like scoring, like videos or? Uh, um, I, I actually do work on films with my friends and whatnot, and I have scored a couple, but they're not that great. Um, we're working on one right now, and I believe I'm scoring for that as well. So, I feel like you'd be good at that. Yeah, it's very appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it it would be. You can set a scene well. I think. I think that would be a good place for you to venture to, for sure. I appreciate that. Uh, Jumping off of soundtracks and scoring, is there any other thing you will want to branch out to besides music? Um, I really want to work on photography. Uh, it's I, I've I've always been interested in shooting on thirty five millimeter film. Um, it's always something I've kind of been doing over the last couple of years. Um, that's something that I, I want to get into more and like do like a lookbook or something like that. I always really want to get like fully into it. You should do that. That's fire. I want to step into a film. I only shoot uh, digital. Yeah, films, films, my, this what I shoot on it. I have a little point and shoot that I just carry around with me. And it's like nice because sometimes I'll forget that I took a picture and I get it developed and I get it back. And it's nice to look back on. Fire. It's a good way to go. I do have a friend who used to do film photography. I will say it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know as much about it, but is there anything else you'd want to venture into? Um, Not that I can really think of at the moment. Like I, I've already like, I've worked on films in high school. I'm still working on films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, photography is something I really, like for, like I said, photography is something I really want to get into. But like music wise, there's not like a lot that I'm like itching to get into genre wise or like production wise. Gotcha. So move like where would you where do you want this to go like moving forward, like five years, ten years from now, where do you see yourself? I just wanna make a stable income to where I can rent a studio apartment and live with my dog. That's like that's like the goal is just to have an apartment and like be have a stable income and do what I love. 
Like that's like the realistic goal that I want is I can quit my day job. I can just live in an apartment and make music and be happy. It's the American dream. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think you're well on your way for sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Um, I think we can fit another song in for sure. I, let's we can do solo. You want to put solo into this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's let's show them solo. those like talking transitions is that you 
No, it's Max James, actually. I had asked him uh, right around the time we were wrapping up the album. I had texted him and kind of just asked him to, like, record some stuff. Uh, he also did the uh, one for the normal interlude. I had just asked him a question, and he had recorded that whole uh, segment. That was just like normal. Interesting. I like them a lot. It really ties it. The, like, if the whole project flows really well. Yeah, and that was kind of what I was trying to go for. Was I was adding those? I wanted it to flow together just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, it worked for sure. Thanks. Thank you. One of my favorite that. tracks. Yeah, solo. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Carlson delivered on that one. He was like one of the last features to send it in. And that's one of, like one of my favorites, just because of how great his vocal range is. It's great. It's a really good album to drive to. Yeah, for sure. I've driven to this one before. Uh, like, like a couple of days before it came out, I was listening to it in my car. It's nice. I think that's that's one of the ways to like test a great album. Like if you can drive to it and it's like that's the one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but we are coming up on the end of our time here. Um, is anything you want the people to know about you to take away what they can expect moving forward? Um, I mean, just expect more great music, really. Um, more stuff on the way. Uh, lots of production coming from me each month of the uh, each month this year. Um, just lots coming. Gotcha. Well, we're excited for it. That much is for sure. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Of course, Mr. TDK, you got anything else? Um, not really, man. Send me oh. some of your drama bass stuff. I got you. I got you. I'll have to get to you some of those. I'll have to make you a little pack for them. For sure. That's about it. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. We're going to have this episode up for the people real soon. And I will stay in contact for sure. We can do sounds. We'll do this again. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, y'all stay safe. Have a good day. Thanks for coming on. Bye. And we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Peace. Have a good one. Peace too.